upset. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's a lot of gloom, I guess, across the United States in some areas, but that is not stopping us from having a trending Thursday. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, live with you. Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, trending Thursday. And we have my friend um, who just published her first um, cookbook. And I would say that it's really not um, just a cookbook. It's so much more than that. So welcome, Sandy Kern. Um, she was um, recently, I think it was about two weeks ago, your book came out, two or three weeks ago. Yeah, right over Halloween weekend. That's right. That's right. So welcome. We're so excited to have you back. She kind of filled in for Carol Sue about, I want to say about a week and a half, two weeks ago. So we so appreciate that. <laughs> Excuse me. So tell us where you are in your your journey with this book and if actually maybe we should start a little bit at the beginning what do you think Yasu? like how the book came about um you know whatever we want to do you know we're always open to that you know we've been actually featuring uh, i've actually had guests always comment uh on uh, when sandy comes on in her cookbook and they were excited so i think most of our our viewers and listeners uh, kind of know the story, but yeah, a short version of that because I want to dive into the actual book because I haven't gotten my copy yet. I think I ordered it, but I'm not quite sure. It's one of those things where you like you're right in the middle of ordering and you're not sure whether you did it or not. So I have to check that. So I really want to dive into the book. But yeah, a shorter version of how it came about. That would be awesome. Okay. Well, thanks, ladies. Thanks for having me on this morning, bright and early. Um, so, okay. Make a long story short, I had health issues um, that came on all of a sudden and it, it almost took me out. Um, it's a very scary time in my life. And um, through integrative medicine, I found my answers after years of searching. So I, after I regained my health and uh, the brain fog lifted, I was able to uh, then pursue this as a career, you know, wanting to you know, heal myself, but then to share my knowledge and help heal others. So I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, met your sister, Janice, and uh, we were accountability buddies in nutrition school. And then um, I decided, you know, after a couple of years of having my own coaching practice that I wanted a little more. So I went towards functional medicine, which is more of the science. So you have the holistic mind-body wellness and then with a little science. <laughs> so that's where I landed. And um, it's a nice mix. It helps people find the root cause of what's, you know, the root cause of, of their health issues. So during COVID lockdown, I'm chatting with my friend Janice. And she said, Sandy, I want to help you write your book. I want to help you publish your book. And I said, all right, uh, let's do it. I'm back in the kitchen. Let's go. So she gave me the gentle nudges and the information to get started and rock and roll. And this is what we got. It's amazing. Yes. This is a wellness guide and recipes. You, you know, I think that you know, when I look back at your journey from when you started, where it was just um, an idea, um, 
you know, I'm amazed at how well, well, I shouldn't say I'm amazed at how well, of course I knew it would come out fantastic, but how you set, <laughs> how you set this cookbook up. And I'm just curious, uh, and, and I'm sure Carol Sue, you are too. If you had to pick one recipe out of this book as your favorite, which recipe would that be and what page is it on? Okay, well, let's just go with the recipe that changed my life. Okay. This was, you know, years ago, nine years ago, when I got my diagnosis, nine years, oh my gosh. When I got my diagnosis with all these food sensitivities, um, you know, you live on chicken and broccoli for a while and then, and rice, and you're just like, is this all there is to my life? I miss the cream sauces and the cheesiness. And, you know, if you can't have gluten or dairy, um, you know, you miss those things. And I didn't want to be sad. So I talk about that in my book too, how I kind of went, all right, enough of this, being upset about can't have this, can't have that. There's a whole world of things out there that you can have. So I created, and it is on one page. Um, it's in my sauces. Soup salad sides. Good question. Um, is my cashew red pepper cream sauce. And this is what saved my life because it gave me, here it is. It is on page okay. 89. <laughs> this is, Ooh. it's so luscious and amazing. I mean, you know how much we all love Alfredo sauces and cheese sauces and cream sauces. If you can't have dairy, you know, you feel like, well, I'm just out of luck in that department. You know, that's out of the equation in my life. And this is not something you're gonna eat every day, although you would love to, um, but it's, it's plant-based, rich creaminess. This is plant-based diet here. This is cashews, right? You soak raw cashews. I always tease, I always say, I'm soaking my nuts. <laughs> but soak raw cashews, it keeps it raw. If you forget to, to soak them for a few hours, you can um, you know, blanch them real quick. You can give them a quick boil till they get soft, but then they're not raw. You know, It's not a raw dish, but um, otherwise it's raw. And mix that with a little coconut cream and uh, you know, some of the, the veggie cheeses, some red pepper flakes and some jarred roasted red peppers and stuff and voila. You have this amazing cream sauce in your blender. High-speed blender works best, of course. You know, you want like a Nutribullet Ninja, um, Vitamix kind of thing. Um, it really makes it velvety and creamy. My girlfriend, who is a um, Le Cordon Bleu classically trained chef, I made this for her and she said, Sandy, it checks all the boxes. And I was like, shazam, there we go. Wow. Uh so I'd be interested in if you also have a sauce because I've having you know have not looked through the cookbook that would include uh, with no nuts because obviously cashew is nuts uh, even it's raw form when you're making it it sounds delicious but if you're someone that has diverticulitis um, maybe we can't eat nuts so what would you suggest going through all your recipes and even if it's a recipe that you have not created yet off the cuff. What would you suggest to replace the cashews with? 
Um, well, just let's back up a little bit. All right. Conventional medicine tells us if you have diverticulitis or diverticulosis, one or the other, uh, one is the precursor to the other, that you can't have nuts and seeds. Right. Baloney. <laughs> okay, I like that idea. It's baloney. Um, no, you need the roughage because that's what keeps it clean. That's what allows it to the plaque to be removed and keeps everything clean as a whistle. You want chia seeds, right? You want certain nuts and things. You want them on a regular basis and it keeps everything nice and clean. That's the reason why the pockets were formed in the first place. Diverticulitis is, a, is an um, inflammatory intestinal right. issue where there are pockets formed because of slow motility. That's the science. When you have slow bowels, it allows these pockets to form and plaque to form in your intestines. Doesn't sound that tasty, but that's what happens. And so low roughage, low fiber, uh, high fat diets, things like that um, will cause that to happen. Right. So you need the fruits, you need the fiber, you need the nuts and seeds. It used to say, oh, they would get stuck in the pockets and cause, no. It actually helps, especially chia seeds. You soak chia seeds or you drink chia water, which is amazing, slurp that down. It acts like scrubbing bubbles. And they plump up and they go through and remove the dangerous plaque that causes the intestinal issues. So there's your functional medicine twist on conventional medicine, which tells you no nuts. But if you have a legitimate nut allergy, well, then, um, you know, there's plant-based cheeses that are not nut-based that you can substitute and you can play around with. But, um, but as far as having, you know, diverticulitis, have at it, girl. Very good. Well, that's, that is good information because, you know, I am uh, revamping what I eat and I have removed some of the seeded um, fruits that I absolutely do love. Uh, and I was slowly introduced them. I, I think for, 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 for me personally, everybody's different. We have to talk about that. Our personalities are different. Our uh, looks are different, and so is our gut health. So for me, I was eating abundant. And so I am going to backtrack that somewhat um, and introduce uh, different things. But I've been doing dairy free since September um, and, and took on that pieces. Good. I had no issues with that. Uh, and I do like. Cashews. It's probably one of my favorite nuts because I'm not a huge nut person to begin with. So when you're talking about this sauce, I'm like, damn, I want some of that. So maybe that will. I, I, I'm still gonna go very gentle with it, but uh, the the uh, cashew nut is a softer nut, especially in that form. Yeah, it's 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 pureed. It's completely and it's um. It, it shouldn't be bad. I heard you talking yesterday about detoxes. Oh yeah. I wanted to show you that something that I've happened upon. This is like the ultimate detox right here. This is a uh, fulvic and humic acid uh, powder, which is a like prehistoric organic matter mm -hmm. from a peat bog. And this helps to pull heavy metals and Yes. parasites and viruses and all that fun stuff. So it's not, this is not a Guinness. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say either a Guinness or a coffee, which uh, right. 
which way you were going this morning, girlfriend, but that's okay. Uh, either or I would have been like, you, you go. Uh, obviously, I'm not, I, I don't drink caffeinated products except other than herbal tea. I'm double fisted. <laughs> okay, you know what? I always say, you know, this is why we're all different. You know, ultimately, we still want to enjoy life and still enjoy those things uh, in the purest form that we can have them. So nothing wrong with that. What are you thinking of that, Jan? That that recipe, I, I'm trying to find ways already to think of how a way to kind of change it up to add it a little fall turkey. Oh yeah, I mean that would, would I think be uh, a great staple for um, the sauce for the potatoes, the um, stuffing and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but back to the book, you know, I love how you set this up because. A lot of times when, if you're picking up a conventional type of cookbook, it really doesn't give you the necessary tools or the kind of the backdrop of things that you need. And I love how you, um, I think it's page six, I can't see the page number, where you, you talk about exactly that, stocking your wellness kitchen. But you, oh, yeah. you specifically say in there, <laughs> don't go crazy and get everything just you know kind of go at your own pace but i think and you broke it down which i think is amazing the appliances the cookware the bakeware assorted pots and pans with lids and utensils and essential gadgets and obviously we love that word gadgets because that was my dad's favorite word <laughs> bless his heart um this is a fun i love this picture it says i put the fun and functional wellness this is what I'm getting ready to soak my nuts. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, because that looks like you were, you're soaking the nuts there. Now, how long do you, I'm sure I obviously can find out, but how long do you soak them for? Um, you know, several hours. Um, you can soak them overnight if you want to. And like I said, if you forget and you want to make it, you can just do a quick boil on the stove until they're, you know, soft. And then you can blend them up. Ah. It just wouldn't be raw at that point. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, stocking your wellness kitchen. I mean, this is very, um, it's a very comprehensive book. Okay. It helps the novice chef get started. I have conversion charts. Mm -hmm. This is not like snooty, like, oh, what, you don't know how to do that? I tell everything in great detail, it's like conversion charts, measurements. That way you don't get lost. And it's in the front. Thank you. And we're not searching for it, but, um, but going into, yeah. Um, chefs and artists, it's, my friend always says, um, baking is science, cooking is art. And, you know, chefs and artists need lots of tools. So it talks about, you know, how to make sure you have, you know, setting yourself up for success in the kitchen with, um, in your wellness kitchen with, um, your conversion charts and your appliances and and whatnot. And I think that, you know, for the novice, um, well, even for seasoned uh, cooks, I mean, it's so nice to have that right in the front there where, um, for instance, if you didn't have enough sugar, you have a sugar conversion chart. And, you know, I would have never thought uh, honey maple syrup. I mean, who doesn't have honey maple syrup in their cabinet? right um, so that's pretty awesome and <laughs> uh i love 
the pictures in the book. And I love how you shared, um, obviously, the pictures of you and Fred and the boys throughout the book, because it's really a family involved. Yeah, that's that's amazing. It really is a family involved. This is the, the this is the the chapter, uh, Carol Sue, about small but mighty. Oh, and it's the incredible, um, the powerful benefits of nuts and seeds, and it goes into great detail about the nutrients content of you know um, nuts and seeds. We also go into there's a chapter called Love Beyond Measure, and it's about spices and herbs. Right. And how they were used for centuries as medicine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and we, we've, we've, we've chatted about that before in so many ways that, you know, really what one of the blessings of the pandemic was for people to, you know, that weren't going out, you know, utilize what's in your, your cabinet already. And not only are they going to be great for whatever recipe you desire, but the health and wellness benefits of those, uh, especially if you can... Uh, grow your own garden and, and dry them and or buy organic uh, at all possible times to avoid all that additive stuff that's not good for our gut. So, you know, people just don't realize the benefits of uh, herbs, teas, uh, really in their work. really are designed uh, and they have been uh, standing the test of time, you know, throughout all ages of the health benefits. Absolutely. And um, yeah, in this chapter, it talks about why bird food is so important. So this would be explaining everything that I explained. And there's the cashew ricotta. Mm. Right? Italian girls, you love your ricotta, right? Yes. This is dynamite. This is Fred's favorite thing. Oh. And my husband. And um, he, you know, was gone on long business trips and he'd come home and the first thing he wants, honey, what do you want for dinner? I want your cashew or lasagna roll-ups with the cashew um, ricotta. That's what he wants. I mean, he craves it. So it fluffs up. It's luscious and creamy. We do zucchini, little thin zucchinis with the, with the um, mandolin. Yes. Watch, use the guard, please. <laughs> and you put the cashew ricotta on it and you just give it a little roll and you make a little tray full of all these little pillows with sus, little gravy on there, right? The Italian gravy. And um, the um, and a little uh, mozzarella, vegan mozzarella. What? Yes, some Italians call it gravy. Right. We uh, call it sauce. It's two different parts of Italy. Sauce. Sauce. Um, and um, a little bit of mozzarella on top there. It's a, it's in the book. Um, and those little suckers, they come out and they're so tender, and so fluffy and and delicious inside. I'm I'm telling you, I, I have standards. When it comes to my food, I don't suffer for a minute, right? Never trust a health coach without a story or yes. a skinny cook. That is so, true. Um, and I have both, but um, the, um, yeah, the chocolate avocado silk pie. Oh, I've made friend. that before. Yeah, that's very good. And my German chocolate cake, my, my girlfriend, um, or no, that's the um, soft bake chocolate chip cookies. This is made with the vegan cream cheese inside. And you, um, they're the most amazing soft baked chocolate chip cookies you'll ever have in your life. They're incredible. Right. Obviously with the holidays coming up with people are baking, uh, I'm obviously revamping a lot of cookies that I make. 
to give it that, that healthy flavor. So, and uh, still that richness, that creaminess, that sweetness, that goodness, but in a more raw, cleaner form. So that's awesome. Yeah. And it's low, it's low glycemic. I'm not using sugar here. I'm using like coconut sugars, or you can use monk fruit. Um, yes. You know, I have a whole chapter on healthy swaps. And you can pick your favorite because everybody's going to have their opinion on something. There's, you know, ways to have pasta. You know, there's low carb, there's high fiber, there's paleo, whatever kind of gluten-free noodle or zoodle you want. I have that all, you know, listed. Different kinds of sugar, their profiles, what they taste like, how, what I feel. There's even monk fruit powdered sugar now. Wow. Which is zero glycemic. And you yeah. can make these beautiful glazes. You know, you whip a little powdered sugar and a little bit of, you know, coconut milk or, or, or oat milk. And all of a sudden you have this beautiful glaze and it's zero sugar. Yeah, It's sweet and beautiful. Why not? Why not? It's, again, it is taking those favorite recipes and adding a little health and wellness to it, uh, but not losing the goodness and really still creating those memories of days of past when you did indulge in those things, but now you're just eating it in a healthier version. That's what I love. This is my mother's recipe, her apple crisp. That has been, um, you know, I've used my healthy swaps, but it's still her basic recipe. You know, it's a cup of flour, a cup of sugar, a cup of oats, and a stick of, of vegan butter. But I use my, um, couple other things in there, a little coconut oil and whatnot. And it, it turns out incredible for holidays. I also have a pumpkin, pumpkin pie is not in the book, but oh, all my I friends at the Saturday Well group, but I need that recipe. I will send it to you because it's, it's, it's we're, amazing. We're in this debate because, you know, uh, the holidays are obviously one week away from today. And the debate is, are you doing pumpkin pie with whipped cream or apple pie a la mode or with cheddar cheese? Well, obviously, uh, dairy's out for me, but I said, you know what? Well, I want to provide, you know, the qualities of both. You know, I only want to choose two pies and make them the healthy version and the traditional version for those that want it. But also, it's a way for those that are eating the traditional version to show them that, yeah, you can still have it, but even a healthier version of that. So don't pie. tell them. Don't tell them it's healthy. They no, won't know. Correct. So that's why I want to just say, oh, this pie I made it this day, this pie I made it that way. So yes, if you have a healthier version of pumpkin pie, definitely get, send it to me. It's just, it's just your know, pumpkin. There's nothing wrong with pumpkin. Pumpkin is beautiful. Pumpkin is probably a superfood. Um, right. It's high in fiber, high in those uh, beta carotenes, carotenoids that turn into vitamin A. Yeah. It's, um, you know, one of the most amazing things for you to eat. If people think pumpkin, they think of the, the artificial but actual yeah. pumpkin is freaking amazing. So pumpkin is great. Use coconut sugar, so lower glycemic or maple syrup, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a vegan uh, option. And then um, the uh, coconut or whatever cream, you can use a cream. Whisk it and you pour it in your pre-made gluten-free pie crust that you get from your local grocery store and they have them everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and you bake it. There you go. It's, it's, it's the best pumpkin pie you've ever had. You don't have to make excuses like, oh, this is the healthy one. Oh no, this is the one. Right. You don't have to compromise taste, right. texture, or tradition. 
Absolutely. I like that. I like that idea. So it's just a, a different mindset of it and, you know, really does showcase that there are healthy ways to eat and it still tastes good because we often, often preach, uh, we all diet. Uh, diet is nothing new. Diet's about a lifestyle. It's whether you decide that you're going to go on a, a little bit healthier path, depending on, it. even if you don't have any medical issues, just because you're preserving your longevity and your gut health, you know, so we're always working on that and it's just a healthier version of that but like you said there's no difference in it you're still getting all that 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 deliciousness and gooey creamy fluffy taste uh, yep but you're doing uh a, giving a blessing to your gut at the same time Ooh, look at that baby the mac that's that's vegan oh good golly all right there's no cheese in there it's all plant-based and in your brain you think oh no this is terrible oh no no no, it's good. But anyway, this is a chapter on um, eating hygiene. Okay. And eating hygiene gets into mindfulness of preparation. Mm -hmm. Like we we're just talking about, like, it is the pie. There's not one. It, it is the pie. Um, a healthy attitude towards food, relationship with food. Digestion starts in, in your mind. The vagus nerve runs from your gut to your brain, right? So anything that you're, you're telling your brain, hey, we're getting ready to eat down here. Okay, get ready. So preparation begins in the thought. Like, oh, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? Go to the store, going to the market. You know, very European thing. People used to shop every day for their food. So their bodies would prepare for their, um, for their meals. And then the, even the act of chopping, cutting, sauteing. I mean, my kid, my, my, my kids, my dogs, um, I have both kids and dogs, but the, um, they hear me chopping and my dogs race into the kitchen and sit at attention because they love the vegetables. And they are ready and they're, they're dripping drool because they want some of that cabbage or zucchini or, <laughs> but eating hygiene, right? The gut health begins with optimal stomach acids, right? So it's not just you are what you eat, but it's you are what you can eat, break down and absorb. So if you have suboptimal stomach acids in lack of preparation for your meal, if you eat too fast, you know, we're always fast, fast, fast in this world, eating on the run, you know, things like that. Our body needs to be in a calm parasympathetic mode to rest and digest. I get into all of this in the book, but it talks about giving your gut a heads up. You know, again, hey, down below, we're getting ready to eat. So your body prepares. I love the fact that you talked about, um, you know, enjoying the food and taking that time to eat. As gr growing up with a bigger family and multiple siblings, you know, you, you went around that lazy season, you grabbed that food. And to this day, uh, I have so many people say, my God, you eat so fast. I said, I know I, I have to be mindful of, you know, going slower. But I said, it's just a habit from when, when I was a child. And our entire family was like that, all the siblings, because uh, we had two older brothers and, you know, their, their, their plates would be packed. And, you know, as you went down the totem pole, you went quick. Uh, you would never go starving. You would never go hungry. You just had to be quick at it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right. If you weren't, if you weren't fast, you weren't getting none. I yeah. know. Um, that, but that is also, so true. 
yeah so you know what i mean like a lot of this stuff is just it makes you pause for thought you know and think oh you know what i should be a little more mindful i should slow down i should chew um think positive thoughts like you know when you're preparing this food like, this is healing for my body this is going to give me like oh red peppers are good but they're you know loaded with vitamin c and i'm going to put some oregano in there and that's you know um, an antioxidant for my body and you know fun things like that so you know what you're putting into your body is a healing product and that's what this book is all about it you know it it, it checks all the boxes so Absolutely. And uh, we're going to make sure that we include that link uh, for our viewers and listeners, uh, because, you know, especially this time, you know, we always talk about, you know, gift giving time. We're in that, we're in that moment. And I always love to give something of the gift of how, you know, uh, sometimes we get so many things that like, you know, how much of this do we need? Uh, but our health and wellness is always a blessing. It's always a gift. And we do need tools. Some of us like to cook, some of us don't. Some of us like to bake, some of us don't. Some have a lot of time, some don't. And when you actually get into something to dive into a book like yours, uh, not only are you learning uh, a newer version, maybe a better version, it sounds like, from the, from the uh, deliciousness and the taste buds perspective, but also knowing that you're also learning knowledge about what you're eating, the positivity of different sources of food that's right in your cabinet or spices and how they can aid and abet in your, in your, in your health, your healthy journey. So I, I, I love that because it's not just a cookbook. You're going to take a recipe, you're going to find those favorites. You're also being learned into being something that you didn't know. And we can never, ever, uh, the one thing about longevity is to never stop learning. So I, I think it's uh, a great gift uh, for those that, you know, love getting the gift of health and wellness in some form or another. Obviously, it's going to make a great read. I can tell just by the pages you've already shared, as well as on your uh, Facebook, your social media, that, you know, the pictures, the publishing is, is done beautifully. Thank now, you. I'm very excited about, you know, getting uh, some multiple copies to send out because I think it's, you know, uh, I love cookbooks. I have plenty of them, but I always like learning something and a lot of cookbooks don't provide that other than the recipe yours has got a lot of meat and potato to it without the meat and potato almost hey potatoes are a health food sorry yeah. <laughs> it's what you put on them it's what you put on them is is not so healthy but the um like for carol stew for um and janice for, for thanksgiving you know gluten-free right i've been doing this for nine years you should see my thanksgiving spread if I had time to write an entire holiday book, I would, because that's that's part of the, the, the down road plan. But cornbread, stuffing, you know, is fantastic. There's gluten-free bread. You can make your own stuffing. It's delightful. There's, um, you know, if you like to do uh, green bean casseroles, you can do a, um, um, in, the, in the book is the roasted cauliflower soup. Mm -hmm. That doubles, like if you let it set the next day, guess what? It's cream of cauliflower soup and it doubles for like a cream of mushroom soup. If you're going to do the green bean casserole, you can use some gluten-free panko on top. Nobody would know the difference. Wow. It's fabulous. I'm telling you, I've used, I've used that soup as a gravy for like bison and onions and stuff and have that over noodles for my, my family, a big hearty meal. 
and uh, dynamite. So a lot of these recipes, they're so versatile, you know, so stuffings, side dishes, um, you know, rub your turkey in coconut oil. It's awesome. You don't need the butter. Um, stuff it, you know, stuff it with a, um, the gluten-free bread and herbs and nuts and um, cranberries and, and speaking, speaking of turkeys, do you brine your turkey? No. no, we have, I think we've, we have brined it. Fred's Fred's department. We've done that before. Um, no, we just do a kind of a traditional, we mm -hmm. rub it. Um, we rub under the skin, oh, yeah. top of the skin. We salt and pepper the inside and we stuff it with, um, with this amazing stuffing that we make. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, and it comes out amazing. And then the gravy, of course, we use lots of herbs, fresh sage, lots yeah. of herbs, rosemaries and sages. And um, so it's real herby and flavorful. And, and then of course the pies, the apple crisp, right? And you can throw cranberries in the apple crisp and make it real festive. Right. You can get fresh cranberries right now for 99 cents a bunch. I mean, this is the time. And you can make apple cranberry, you know, which is delightful. And you can do your pumpkin pie. I have a video on the pumpkin pie. I can share that with you guys. Um, super easy. And again, you will not miss a beat. No one that will come to your, to your home will, will miss it at all. They will absolutely go crazy for all your creations. That's awesome. Well, I'm really hungry right now, just saying. <laughs> Yo. I know, right? I'm like... Thinking yeah. about Thanksgiving and all the preparation and fun. I mean, it's like the Super Bowl of cooking. <laughs> it is. It is for sure. And uh, we've got about 20 coming to the house. So, uh, oh, you're making the soup, right? You're going to do the. Um, I'm making. I'm making the squash. Butternut squash soup. I mean, I, butternut squash is one of my favorites, anyways. Um, and I, you know, I even actually uh, once I cook it down. Um, and I smash it. I use it as a spread as well. I add a little garlic to it and some some other things. You know, getting some gluten free bread or or even apple or celery sticks, and I just I can eat that stuff all day long. So I'm excited about the soup. So yes, I am making your soup, but I think I'm gonna have to adapt your pumpkin pie and I don't know. So a few other things that that uh, cashew pepper cream sauce or something. I, I'm gonna you just let me know. I'll shoot them over to you, honey. I know you don't have your book yet, but not my book yet so yes that would be amazing and uh you know I, I love to change it up too i love the traditional uh but i also like to introduce uh, you know something i always try to do one new dish kind of rotate a little bit um yeah awesome it's fun that. have fun with it people yeah, think of right. it as drudgery it actually i mean it, when it when it comes from a place of love it's joy you know, like Julia Child, you know, the, the joy of cooking. Because I like shopping and preparing and having, you know, the Macy's Parade in the background and all that festivity, maybe a little cheer going on there with some mimosas. It's a blast. I love it. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to making the cinnamon rice pudding. Mm. Oh my gosh, the rice pudding. It's fantastic. That's just. I'm excited. Oh my gosh. So much goodness to share. So much deliciousness yet to taste. Um, this is amazing, Sandy. And I'm so proud of you that you, um, where you are with this cookbook and just couldn't be more excited. I mean, this is amazing. Um, and on that let's, note- Let's I tell everybody, let's tell everybody how fabulous, right? What's the, 
international bestseller. That's right. International bestseller in uh, nine different categories too, I believe. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. So exciting. So exciting. It's so exciting. You know, I'm thrilled. I'm headed to Baltimore today to share some love. I have another friend who has a book launch party. I'm going to celebrate him today and uh, visit with some clients that I see virtually. I'm going to see them in person. Oh, that's exciting. And share some of their their gifts, their their books. And I uh, have their orders all prepared for their families. So it's going to be that's great. Awesome. That's busy, busy. Okay. But health and happiness for the holidays, right? Absolutely. Order okay. now because it takes a while. If you want autograph copies, desire to be well. Yes, I'm joining. Or you can order uh, Kindle through Amazon, or um, you can order uh, just a copy that's not autographed through Amazon. It's um, Desire to Be Well, Sandy Kern. You'll see it, it'll pop right up. So you can order the paperback, or you can go to my website and order the autographed copy, and it'll come directly from me. I will ship it to you. Janice, yours is in the mail. Oh, yay, yay. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get it, to receive it. And on that note, um, Sandy, we want to thank you so much for being on today and sharing so much um, goodness, um, <laughs> just a little backdrop. And really, it's just a little backdrop, but such great information. So thank you so much for being on the Two Sisters podcast today. And Thanks so much for having me. It was really fun. Trending Thursday. This That's is right. what's trending, people. It is. We're excited about that. Get on yeah. board. Yep. And on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. And I am with Sandy Kern and my two sisters. And this is Carol, so aka Naughty Boss. Excited to get some of this love of recipes coming through. I've got to adjust my shopping. I'm pretty excited about that. Who likes it? Who likes to adjust their shopping and get excited? This chick does, because I've got some new recipes coming. I'm really excited about that. Anyways, we always talk about what's trending. You be the trendsetter, but in this case, definitely get the buck. What a gift. You're going to get a gift, and you're going to spill it and give it to everybody else, and they're all going to want it. And guess what? It's going to just keep building that health and wellness train. With that, this is Carol Sir, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, signing off. We will see you tomorrow. Fabulous Friday. You guys have a great day, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.